rush with the comeback, and Jerry Jones just might have his quarterback controversy. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale alongside Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Shannon, maybe we should just both lay out and let Skip do his thing right now. I don't know. Man, that was nothing. I got two things. <laughs> Number one, to our man, Little Wayne, happy 40th birthday. Yep. To the youngest and wisest 40 year old I have ever known. Happy birthday, nephew. Uh, many, 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 many more to come. It was great seeing you on Sunday night. You celebrated. The birthday was today, but he celebrated a little bit Sunday night, Skip. So you were leaving as I was coming up. Did so, you come? Yeah, what? I did. I did. Wait, then one of us actually got up early and put I got the show up early. together. I got up early. Somebody actually what? cared was about Was I not here show. yesterday? Huh, interesting. Was I not here yesterday? And now, number two. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Really? I guess we're not dead yet, are we? Really? Everybody wrote us off. You beat two and one. You beat the Giants. Oh, we beat the Giants. So you told me they're back, baby. Big blue is red hot. That's all I heard all week. Back. But that should that should tell you that team last night beat Baker Mayfield. Let that sink in for just a second. Yeah. Let that sink in for just a second. They beat Baker Mayfield, and they hot garbage. I'm going to save my thoughts yeah. for Jen's question. <laughs> so, Jen, the floor is yours. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's jump in because, Skip, I know you can't wait. The Cowboys picked up a 23-16 road victory over the Giants last night. Dallas trailing by seven in the third quarter before Cooper Rush led the offense to 17 straight points. Rush finishing with 215 yards plus a touchdown in this game. Shannon, you first, because I have a feeling Skip's going to unload on a scale of 1 to 10. How impressive was Cooper Rush last night? Uh, I gave him a 5. The uh, Cooper Rush wasn't the reason the Cowboys won this game. Um, their defense sacked Daniel Jones five times. They pressured him 27 of his 49 dropbacks. Skip, I don't, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is a world beater. I don't even know if he's really good. But it's hard to properly evaluate him that if every time he drops back to pass, he's having to run for his life. Evan Neal has been a very big disappointment. Skip, he was a top 10 pick. I think he was top 10. Yeah, he was a top 10 pick. And Skip, they were running around him. D-Law was running around him like D-Law from five years ago. Mm. Everybody was running around him mm. like, like it was 1999. It was an embarrassment how Daniel Jones dropped back and he's running for his life. Um, also... Skip, when you run the ball like they ran it, the Cowboys ran the ball. That was as good as we've seen them run the ball in a very long time. You could go for 176, you average about six yards a carry. It's going to make it make the quarterback's job very, very easy. And then on the flip side, Rush, Rush was protected very well last night. He was only hit twice. Uh, Daniel Jones was hit 12 times. He was only pressured on six of his dropbacks. So when you have time to survey the field, you can run the ball like the Cowboys ran it, it is a recipe for success. The Giants aren't very good. You look at who they beat. Uh, they, they beat Baker Mayfield. Again, it tells you a lot about Baker Mayfield. And they beat the, uh, the Tennessee Titans. So for me, Skip, look, I, thought, I, I think he's doing what you ask a backup quarterback to do. Come in, steady the ship while the starters are starters out. Don't lose ground. And just keep us where we need to be. And I think he's done a great job of that. But, but Cooper Rush wasn't the reason why they won this game last night. That wasn't the reason. When Tony Pollard comes in, and oh, what did Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard had 13 rushes, a buck 05, eight yards of carry. Zeke had 15 for 73, uh, base, uh, uh, four and a half, 4.9 a carry. Longer 27, 
Tony Pollard had a long of 46. So for me, Skip, it, it was a very simple formula. Just don't put the ball in harm's way. Uh, it was very close. I thought one call might have swayed a little bit. The call they called on um, Sterling Shepard. They called said he was a pass interference when he ran into Trayvon Diggs. I didn't necessarily agree with that call. Uh, five or thirteen on third down, which wasn't great. They had the one fourth down call, one fourth down conversion. But I gave him a five because I believe he's doing what he's, he's supposed to do against bad teams. Uh, and I don't think anybody. I think at the beginning of the year, if we say Cooper Rush was going to play and he would beat Cincinnati. Because we thought Cincinnati was going to be better than what they actually are. Now, they could turn that around, Skip, and then we look back at it like, man, Cooper Rush beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati, look what they turned out to be. But as of right now, Cincinnati still leaves a lot to be desired, and they could get their, get their, uh, catch their rhythm and take off here. But I wasn't overly impressed with last night. The Giants aren't very good. There's no, nobody watched that game last night and say, man, the Giants are about to take off. The Giants are a playoff caliber team. Nobody thought that last night watching that game play, being played. Mm. Even you watched it, and you don't think the Giants are very good. You, you have been raving about the Giants' defense. It's much improved. Wink, Skip. Wink Martindale. Skip. But if you look at He's going to bring the heat. He's going to light up Cooper Rush. And he didn't, br- he didn't bring any heat. Oh, he brought it all the freaking night yeah, long. Are you no kidding heat. me? No are you ca- What game did you watch? Well, if he's bringing did you see extra rushers? I saw him almost every play. Well, how about this here? If you bring <sighs> extra rushers and you can only hit the quarterback twice, uh, that lets you know just how bad your defense is. You're not watching. As usual, you're not watching. Okay. I have tried and tried and tried to tell you, but I'm not going to try anymore because it really doesn't matter because I am loving it that everybody's in a hush about Cooper Rush. Everybody is sleeping on Cooper Rush. Everybody's sleeping on him. He's a guy. Yeah. He's just another guy, says Shannon Sharp. And I need you to keep saying that he because now we have three samples of body of work. Wow. Cooper Rush is unspectacularly special. Special. Cooper Rush is operating that offense at a higher level than I've ever seen Dak Prescott operate. Stop it, Skip. Efficiently, effectively. I, I told you, he plays with, with a fearless poise and command of that offense. He's been in it for six years. He's 28 years of age. He's not some raw rookie thrown into the fire. And all I know is that Wink Martindale's goal, goal last night was to make him deer in headlights, light him up. And all night long, the big red rocket, he looked like bear in headlights to me because I got to tell you, Shannon Sharp, I know your game and I know what it feels like for those quarterbacks to have to stand in against free rushers on almost every play and get hit right in the mouth. He stood strong play after throw after play after throw. He made so many big plays getting smashed in the face. Give me you, you hit twice. No, oh, stop it. He's They're right in his face. I don't know if they count them as hits, but you got to throw through people all night long. All I know is he just kept on keeping on. Can you believe that Cooper Rush went through a whole game against a weak Martindale defense and never went down one time? That is spectacular right, right. there. That, that is a stat. And I do believe that Jerry Jones, to his credit, and he is the draft master I think he scored with Tyler Smith, and a lot of people, including me, were highly skeptical of that pick. And all I know is it just keeps on keeping on working. And all I know is all of a sudden they put Jason Peters not in at left tackle. They put him at left guard. And at age 40, 
He's a pretty good left guard. Right. And all of a sudden, that left side of the line started mauling and balling. Well, left guard left guard might be a better position for well, him, it is. because he doesn't have the foot speed to slide laterally, so you're in a confined space, so he might be better as a road grader inside. Okay, so all I know is I've watched Cooper Rush play three games now, and I've seen him up at Minnesota on Sunday night football go 24-40 for 325 and throw a late TD pass to win the game with 55 seconds left. And then against the defending AFC champs that almost won the Super Bowl, he goes 19-31 for 235 and completes three late passes in the final minute that set up the walk-off field goal. And then last night, this was a classic cowboy loss waiting to happen. Because I'm going to show you in the first half, and obviously you were watching, so you saw these plays. If, if we could see, the, the first one came on a drive that went to third and three down at the Giants' 10. At, at this point, it is three all is the score. And Noah Brown runs a route. This is with 9-17 left in the second quarter. If we can see Noah Brown run a route in the end zone, and this is obviously Cooper Rush's favorite receiver because they've been on the scout team together. And he gets flat out tackled in the end zone. I've never seen anything like that. that that's just a flat out tackle. Yeah, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's as blatant a pass interference as you will ever see not called. And Cooper Russ sees it and just throws it out wide because he knows he's got the P.I. And it should be first and goal at the one. And you right. should get seven points out of it, which they're going to get right. with Zeke. Zeke's not going to be denied on three or four tries from the one yard line. Okay. So the point is, instead of. Uh, the Tens. seven to three, it's it's three to three, right? right. Okay, well, no, it would have been, been ten. ten to three at that point. Okay, and then we have the classic play of the night that set the stage for what was to come. This is ten forty eight left in the second quarter, and we've we've got C D Lamb. Drop. Yep, we've got the throw to C D. Actually, it's four thirty nine. It's it's uh, here we go, and it's Cooper Rush. I got to tell you, that, that was a sweet throw. He yeah. hit him right on the money, yeah. right in stride. And CeeDee Lamb, who has had a history of dropping balls, which you bring up often. We're going to talk more about CD in a few minutes here. He just cold dropped it. Yeah. Hit him right in the hands. He said he was th- thinking about where he was going to turn up. But you can't turn up. You, you got to catch the ball yeah. first, as you know better than anybody living <laughs> right now. Okay, so those two plays are classic cowboy blunders that lead to a classic collapse and loss. And right away, early in the second half, the Giants just take the game over, and then Saquon escapes for 36 yards and a touchdown. The place goes bananas. Saquon is back. LeBron tweets that Saquon is back. And all of a sudden, it feels like the sky has fallen on my Dallas Cowboys, except I still have Cooper Rush at the controls, and I emphasize the word controls because he does something I still can't believe. I woke up this morning, I said, did that really happen? He led them on a 75-yard drive in nine plays that was all Cooper Rush, and he comes right back after a New York Giants punt and leads them 89-11 in 11 for another touchdown and comes right back after a Cavante Turpin Return. return and gets a field goal out of it. So Cooper Rush scores 17 straight unanswered points yep. that put the game away. Bam, 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 bam. Right. And it, it was beautiful to watch because the first one starts with a throw to guess who? Mr. Ball Dropper, CeeDee Lamb. I think we have that one. It's a 17 yarder. It starts off the, the drive that's going to answer the, the, the touchdown Saquon scored. And there's that. All right. That, that's not an easy throw that you got to drop in over the, the cover two, and he dropped it in 
for a big 17-yard game. And did you, did you see what was hitting him in the face? Did you see what was happening? Can we see it one more time? I, I think there's a free rusher in his face. Am I right? Did, did he not go down on that play? He go down. Yeah, he, yeah okay. he got pressured on six huh. of his 31 okay. drawbacks. All right. Well, I, I got blitzers in his face all night long. Then we go to 89 yards in 11 plays, and guess who takes this drive over? Mr. Lamb turns back into a lion. Could we see the plays? There are four big catches by CeeDee Lamb on this drive for a touchdown that makes it 20 to 13 Dallas Cowboys. That's the. I don't know what a Dory Jackson is thinking. One. That's the fourth down play. I don't know what fourth and four. I don't know why 24 is so bad when he knows the slot guy is going to come. I don't know what 30 is doing. He gets involved because they run run the motion with Pollard, and all of a sudden he's going to stop Pollard in the backfield. Okay, and there's the the catch of the night. And what got me about the throw was usually on a fade route throw, you put a whole lot of air underneath it and let him run to it. Cooper Rush stands up and throws it more on a line. Yeah. It, it was more of a rope throw yeah. because he wants CD, to, he wants quickly to get the ball in CD's like area code. Well, the last thing you want to see, after he's dropped a couple skip, the last thing you want CD to do is think about it. Yep. So you want to try to get the ball up and down as quick as he possibly can and not like He did. No, it didn't hang. He threw it on a rope, and CD went with his – he's right-handed, obviously. He goes wrong hand, left hand, and just one hand snatches it while getting both feet down. And it was the play of the night, and it it seemed to take all whatever air was left in the Giants that took the air out of them. Right. And by the way, the play of the night, if we could go back and look at it one more time, is fourth and four at the Giants' 41. This is 10-27 left, and if you miss this one – you could still be in some trouble yeah. in this game. And here it is, Cooper Rush back. And, again, he's got a, a, but, a rusher's right in his face. Still, the slide guy's coming. Where is 24? At the snap of the ball, at, first of all, you got to start walking down because you know the guy that's over CD is coming. You've got to start walking down to take that away. You do. I agree. But he throws it with some mustard on it because it's got to get there fairly quickly. And he's throwing it, having to fall away a little bit. He's got a free rusher yeah, in his Yeah, first, the slot guy's coming, yes. Okay. But he, right. because, here's the thing, though, Skip. The slot is coming from such a distance. So yep. he's having time. That's why the guy that's over, that's the safety, he's got to start to creep down because he knows that slot defender is going to blitz. You start to creep down. And so when he pulls up now, hey, if he runs a double move, he runs a go, hey, the guy's going to hit him in the face. But you got to say, you know what? I believe they're going to run something. They're going to run to the sticks. I'm going to play the sticks. If they run past the sticks, they got me, Skip. Coach, they got me. Okay. I, I got you. But the point is, that throw is on the money. Yeah. And his throws all night were on the money. And I'm going to tell you that the degree of difficulty was fairly high because when I heard before the game that the franchise-tagged tight end, you, you're pretty familiar with that Dalton position, mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz, is not able to play with a knee injury, and it never sounded good all week. And I thought Michael Gallup was going to take up some of the slack on the road against a red-hot, big blue Giants defense. Mm -hmm. Couldn't go yet. They said maybe next week against Washington, but they've been saying that for two weeks. That's why they should have just went ahead and put him on short-term. But they did not. And, and again, I think they fear re-injury because it might be a little too quick off a complete ACL repair. Well, Skip, the thing is, you're rushing him back because you didn't put him on IR. You're like, okay, maybe open the week, maybe the next week, maybe the next week, where if you just go ahead and take that first four games, you can let him come back at his pace, and then you'll feel comfortable say, you know what, I think he's ready to play. Okay. So all of a sudden, I'm looking up, and I'm realizing 
that Cooper Rush, the Dallas Cowboy backup quarterback, is having to throw to a rookie tight end named Jake Ferguson, who did make first team all Big Ten out of Oh, Wisconsin. I like him. Yeah, I, I, like, I like him. And he can block too. And he's he's got he's one of those kids who just want he wants to fight. If you mm-hmm. want to fight, he'll fight. Yeah. And he's also throwing to somebody named Peyton Hendershot, who is undrafted a rookie out of Indiana, but he did make three straight all Big Ten teams. He didn't make first team, right, right. but he's a four-year starter from Indiana, and they like him because he can catch right. the football, yeah, yeah. and he knows how to run routes, right. and so all of a sudden Cooper Rush is trusting him. What, what I'm loving about Cooper Rush is they all seem to respond to him. And and I agree with you. That's the best they've run the football for a long time. But I like how they're all responding. All the pieces, all the cylinders are start to hit on all cylinders. Yeah. Let's not get it. Tom Brady's backups and backups are better than giant starting receivers. I don't know what's going on with Galladay. But Skip Galladay has been, has, been, has been cheeks for like since he got there. He doesn't even, and he's like, I should be playing. And you watch him, the effort that he gave last night. Mm-hmm. Now, the first pass they threw to him, he almost got it picked. He was half-assing it from the jump. And then they throw him a ball. Remember, and then, he, he, he got to play two plays in the that last was, game that, against. That was too, too many. Mm-hmm. Given the effort that he's given us for the, excuse me, mm-hmm. given the effort that he's given the Giants and the Giants fans, and the amount of money that he's making, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be playing at all. I don't know why they're holding on to him. Mm. Just go ahead and release him. He's already got the money. You sound like an angry Giants no, fan. Skip, no, I, I'm angry because I hate when guys come out that I should be playing mm. and they give you the kind of effort. Cut the tape on. Watch the tape and you tell me Kenny Galladay should be starting or he should be playing more than what he is. Look at the effort when uh, 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 Trayvon Diggs almost picked it. You tell me that man is busting it. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get... First of all, Diggs is out of his. Diggs never gets out of a backpedal. All he's doing, all he's doing, is slow stepping back. And then the moment, because Galladay, I'm like, Galladay, you not, you don't run no go route like that. You got to make him think you're going deep. So he opened his hips, and then you drive back to the ball. Mm. And then uh, uh, Daniel Jones hit him right in his chest, and he threw it right on the ground. I said, mm. man, that, that's embarrassing. Mm. That's embarrassing. He had that one good year in, the, uh, in Detroit, mm-hmm. parlayed that into a big contract. Mm. And has, has wet the bed ever since he's been in New York. Mm. You sound like a bitter Giants. No, 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 no. I, I'm not. I mean, Giants win, lose, it doesn't matter to me. Mm. But I, it I don't. Mattered last night. No, no, no. Skip. I, I, I picked the Cowboys. Mm. But what the you pro- always picked the Cowboys, so it, it's CYA. But go ahead. No, no, no. I, but I, I, what did I tell you? The defense. Because I know the Giants' offensive line has been pathetic. And like I said, I don't know if Daniel Jones is really good. I don't think he's good. But it's hard to properly evaluate him when every time he drops. Skip, the man got pressure 27 of his, uh, hold up. He got pressure 27 of his 37 dropbacks. How you going to be good? Mm. Imagine if Brady got, if Brady dropped back the past 30 times, he got pressure on 20 of them. He got hit 12 of those 20 times. Okay, do you know how many, how many did you say? How many is it total? He got uh, he threw 37 pressure. pass. He got pressure 27 times. Okay. Well, uh, I'll bet you 18 of those times he ducked under the pressure and hurt yes. us with his legs because he can run. Yes. And finally, yeah. finally, in the fourth quarter, we, the Dallas Cowboys, started to actually spy with Donovan Wilson because right. you, you have to spy because our rush tends to be loop rush. Right. And, and if you loop around, he's just finally saying, well, all I have to do is duck and step right. forward, and all of a sudden I see a lot of green. He got better legs than you think. Remember he took off on he Philly. That he took, he, his uh-huh. legs, he was running faster than he, okay. he could keep up with. But, but he has some athletic Yeah, yeah, ability. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, got, he got better legs. 
Well, you see, he wouldn't have. He had nine carries for 79 yards. Okay. So that's pretty good. I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson or Kyle Murray, but he got better legs than what people think. Okay. So I've told you from the start, my team will go as far as Micah and the defense carries my team. And they were pretty good last night. I didn't think they were shut down good, but they were good enough to win this football game. Well, they got, they got the pressure. I mean, um, uh, um, Demarcus DQ, Lawrence. DQ did a great job yeah. of disguising. They brought the blitz from one side, and then um, Daniel Jones, he turned, and, and Wilson hit him right in his chest. D-Law did a great job. He did. He's like, hey, let me go against Evan Neal. And, and he, he cooked it. He ate his lunch. He ate and that, his lunch. And that, but that's what you got to do, Skip. When you got a fish, you don't let him off. You take him to the market, you clean him, and you take him to the market. You make sure you deliver that fish. And that's what Evan Neal, a rookie, a rookie, he might get better, but he got baptized last night. And D-Law yeah. and those guys didn't let him off the hook, and right. that's what you got to do. And there is a Dorrance Armstrong, oh, he, and then you look up, and wait, there's an Odigizua and yeah. somebody else, and there's a Neville Gallimore, and that they're pretty deep in I their front. Got a, I could have got a pressure okay. against that Giants offensive line. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. Skip, you know they're not any good. I believe my front's going to get pressure against everybody they play. Not twenty-seven times. Well, he had he's had issues (laughs) all year and since dating in the last year. It doesn't look like Brian Dayball, the new genius coach, has fixed those issues. Well, I think that's a look. You can say all you want to, but at some point in time, you just got to have some pride and say, "Man, man, y'all just not finna whip my ass all day." Mm -hmm. I don't like the Giants. The Giants old lineman got any pride? Mm -hmm. They're like, "Guy, go by him and like." Oh, well, hey, 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 Daniel, what? Mm. Daniel, mm. how about blocking? Mm. Evan Neal, you're the, you're, you're the top, well, uh, a top 10 offensive lineman, and you let D-Law go around you like that? I know D, D, D-Law is a solid player, but he's not known as a pass rusher, especially at this stage of his career. Mm. And he look, hell, he look like Aaron Donald going around uh, 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 Evan Neal. Mm. All I know is... My defense in moments last night dominated when it had to dominate. And all I know is my run game showed you what happens when it goes thunder and lightning because the, the, Pollard's got lightning in his feet. Oh, yeah. He ran. Lightning. When he gets away, he can get away. So, in other words, you're telling me you love Cooper Rush. He'll start next year somewhere? Somebody going to come get him? Well, maybe in Dallas. <laughs> no. Maybe in yeah. Dallas. Hey, somebody going to come get him? Because huh. that's what normally happens when backup mm-hmm. plays well. We saw with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. We saw with Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. We see uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't care about next year. I care about Sunday against Washington. Man, stop that's it. That's all I Did care Did you see about. that, Skip? They, they had two points until the last six minutes of the ball game. Stop. Mm. You know good and well the commanders aren't very good. Mm. Well, uh, we need to take care of business because then we got to go to the Rams and we got to go to guess who? Yeah. The Eagles. Okay, Cooper Rush beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. Mm. I'm a believer. Did we get that on. Yeah, Twitter? yeah, I'm a believer. You don't even know who the monkeys yeah, are. I do know who the monkeys are. No. All I know is last night was about Cooper Rush answering Saquon. He yeah. answered. The Giants. Answered. Well, it's the Giants. They were crazy. You, oh, you've been raving about their defense. I've been raving, Skip. He, did you see him pick them apart? You do, you do realize, like, when you we say the Giants, go, that's gentlemen. a team, uh-huh. not just one side of the ball. Cooper uh-huh. Rush wins his first Fly. three career starts, regardless of who they're against. The WNLs are the only thing that matter at the mm-hmm. end of the day. LeBron speaking out about the possibility of passing Kareem. What? Did Just a matter of time. Problem mm. with what the King had to say. No, big. That's next on the other side of this break. <laughs> Stay with us. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. 
A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. LeBron James, with this new season starting, is on the cusp of surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the NBA's all-time leading scorer title. LeBron spoke about what that type of record means to him yesterday at Lakers Media Day. Take a listen. I mean, to sit here and to um, to know that I'm on the verge of, of, of breaking probably the most sought-after record in the NBA, um, um, things that people say will probably never be done. I think it's just super like humbling for myself. I think it's super cool for myself to be even in that conversation. Anytime my name is, you know, mentioned with the greats, you know, if, if it's, you know, obviously, you know, Wilt or, or MJ or now Kareem or whatever the case may be. Shannon, what's your reaction to LeBron's comments about this possibility? Well, it's a huge, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be broken. I'm old enough to remember when Kareem set the record. Uh, uh, the record's, you know, almost 40, almost 40 years old. And nobody thought this record, I mean, it's the home run record in baseball. Uh, I'm sure nobody thought the record was going to be touched, uh, uh, broke, uh, Hank Aaron's record was not. They didn't think Babe's record was going to be broke. And then when Hank did it, they didn't want him to do it. And they damn sure didn't think anybody was going to break Hank's record. But lo and behold, and here we are here. What's so amazing about this record? There's one guy in the top 20 in scoring and top 20 in assists. That's Oscar Robinson. LeBron James is about to be the all-time leading scorer and about to be top five in assists. So this man is not a score-first point guard. Mm. And he's doing this. So just imagine if he said, hell with uh, facilitating. The hell with getting everybody else involved. I'm just going to do what somebody else did. Mm. The man have 45,000 right now. See, now we wouldn't be no longevity record because the man would have already had the record. But that's not what he is. Mm. The man is just giving you for 18 consecutive seasons, mm. 25 points or better per game. Let that sink in. Not 10, not 17. Mm. Man just gave you 30 in a year 19. Mm. It's an unbelievable accomplishment. And as great as LeBron was with all the hype and speculation, LeBron James have exceeded every expectation someone might have had for him. He's exceeded it. Mm. If anybody told you, say, oh, this kid, he's going to break Kareem's record and he's going to win four MVPs and he's going to go to 10 finals and he's going to use them. They're lying. 
Everybody thought he would be good, but nobody thought he would be this good. And I get it. You know, you're like, but LeBron James is just not holding on. He's just, Skip, it's not like he's averaging 10 points like, oh, the last two. You you see what LeBron, he just tried to get this record. Bro, the man is still playing outstanding. So what should he do? He knows that the record is there. It's going to happen. I know you hate it. Mm, I don't hate it. But, But you can't stop it. Progress must progress. It is a great accomplishment that he is going to achieve probably sooner than later. But just once, I would love to hear him be asked this question and say, you know what, that's all well and good, and I hope it comes, God willing. But right now, my focus is on winning a championship. That is. But but he he will never do that because this is the all-time humble brag of, I'm in awe of me. You should. The kid from Akron passing this. Skip Bayless, you know what you did? You were were a columnist, and you went and interviewed, and all you asked was the athlete to be honest with Skip Bayless. Mm -hmm. And the one time an athlete gives you an honest answer, you want him to be something that he's not. No, nobody wants to be fake like Tom Brady. This is a painfully honest answer. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's supposed to do. let's get to the truth of the matter. Let's get as real as real gets. Let's do that. The reason Jeannie Buss says, okay, let's recommit to LeBron for, is it two or three years? He's got an option. Should we call it three this years? This year, next year, and another option. Okay, let's call it three years. Yes. Let's commit to LeBron James for three years because showtime is now side showtime. We know we can't win with this group that we're stuck with, especially with Russell Westbrook. So let's reinvest in LeBron because he's still the face of the league and he's certainly the face of our franchise. And we need him in purple and gold to break Kareem's record because that will take the focus off the stench that is our basketball team that we have let go south right under our noses, thanks to LeBron and AD wanting Westbrook, and this will help take some of the stench off the stench because all of a sudden all anybody's going to be talking about in the weeks leading up to this blessed event and maybe a couple of weeks after is LeBron passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the greatest scorer ever. Yeah. Okay, it's nothing but a longevity record because he's obviously a a gifted scorer. He's the greatest driver in basketball. A lot of guys have played a long time and got this record. A lot of guys haven't played this long, this many minutes. Well, how many guys have have played this consistent? How many guys have averaged 25 points or more for 18 straight seasons? Mm-hmm. Jordan didn't do it. Jordan couldn't make him a 15 season. Yeah, Jordan only won 10 scoring titles to LeBron's one. He also had 10 to, to one. Guess what? And he also had seven seasons in which he took and missed the most shots. Mm. How about that? Mm. So if a guy throws the yeah. ball, if a guy has the most rushes in the season, I expect him to lead the league in rushing yeah. more times than not. Yeah, and you know what LeBron refers to? This is the most sought-after record. Name one. Okay, I got one for you. How about this one? How about winning six NBA finals with six MVPs? Six and O in the finals. That's a sought-after record. Top that one, LeBron. Oh, he can't. No. He's four and six Uh, in the finals. Russell got 11 and one. Uh, Top that one, Jordan. He can't. How about six and zero with six MVPs? So which is is more, Mm. 11 and one or six and zero? And you do realize they didn't have the MVPs didn't come about until 1969. Nope. how many titles had Russell won prior to that? Okay. He I, had won nine. I love what Mr. Russell did, but it was a different era than you know it and I know it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It was a different era back in the 80s. It was mm, a, no, oh, it hold wasn't. on. Hold on. Did they not have the NBA titles in the 80s? Because I could have mm. sworn Magic won five in the 80s, Bird won three, mm. uh, 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 Kareem, yep. not Kareem, uh, uh, Dr. J won one, Isaiah yep. won one. So what happened to Jordan winning in the 80s? Huh. They didn't have, they didn't have the NBA finals in the 80s? 
It was really good in the 80s. Oh, Basketball was the loaded. He was the GOAT. When he broke through, he was the GOAT. Nobody but you and some blind witnesses out I'm there, just a billion of them, nobody thinks that LeBron's the GOAT. I'm just trying to figure out why Jordan didn't win no titles in the 80s if they had NBA finals in the 80s. Yeah, this is what I hate about this. He's going to pass Kareem, and the billions of blind witnesses are going to say, see, hey, he's better than Jordan. Let this nigga here. Oh, stop How, how you do this, Skip? How you stop do this it. in one fell swoop? He gonna pass Kareem on one hand, then pass Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard, and assist on the other hand. Mm. Top that one. Mm. Top that. Take that. Take that. Take he's that. He's a great. He's still the best passer in basketball. I got it. I got it. Skip. LeBron, tell y'all. Watch this. Yeah. You know what's amazing about this record? <laughs> what's amazing is he's a lousy shooter. He's always been a lousy three-point shooter, and he's been an even worse free-throw shooter. He should have passed Kareem a year ago if he just made no. 85% of his free-throws. He would have passed 85? if he had been healthy oh. like he was prior to him arriving to L.A. He'd have passed him a year ago. Mm. He would have. But look at the games that he's missed. He's missed over 80 games since he's been there. So you're right. He, should, he would have passed Kareem had he not been, had he not been hurt. How, how do you defend all those missed free throws? The same he way, is, I, the same, 73% the, the free same free way you shoot. defend Michael Jordan for missing all those shots. Hmm. Look into who took the most shots in the 80s and the 90s. And who took, and that's why he led the league in scoring. Oh, how really? Do, Are you saying he's overrated then? Is that what you – well, seriously. Are you saying LeBron's overrated? He shot overrated? because he could shoot. That's why. Skip. He, he was as lethal from mid-range I, as I've ever you're seen. T- you're telling me the man who Ooh. led the league in scoring, did he not take the most shots? No. Did he sure. not miss the most shots? Yeah, because he was by far the best player on his team. Okay? So last year, you, you, you can't defend this. Just last year, as they went 33-49, and 49, LeBron James took the 15th most Three-point shots in the league. That's high. That's top 20. He took the 15th most. He finished 93rd in three-point percentage. 93rd? Guess what? Guess what the math says. The math says 33 and 49. With, with That's all what of that says. being said, LeBron James is a better three-point Ooh. shooter than Michael Jordan. Go look at the numbers. Yeah, but go look at what you was happening. Go look at the attempts do, do, for Michael you, Jordan. He just didn't attempt do, it because nobody cared. Yeah, they, cared. they were not they, priorities. Hold on, hold on. He didn't care, but he somehow in the NBA Finals, he doing this. But he taking three, but nobody cared. Mm. Did you see what he did in the three-point competition? Mm. He got the most misses in three-point competition. Made the fewest shots on the three-point contest. You know what? Right, <laughs> right here, right now, in a game of three-point horse, I'll take Jordan right now, right now, at his age and his stage of his career. Brian, beat the brakes off. He would shoot the lights out. Brian, beat the brakes off. He would not beat the brakes beat because the brakes. he's supposed to be in the lab and he's doing everything. In the lab. Free throws in the and lab. threes. See, Skip, see, what you try to do, see, what you try to do is that there's more ways than to put the ball in the basket. So you like, well, what you try to do is take something that LeBron isn't great at and say, well, see, he can't be that. Jordan wasn't a great three-point shooter, mm. but you don't take that against him. It, it wasn't prioritized in his, his era. Now it's all they do. LeBron, two years ago, started saying, I, I'm going to shoot career. He went career high eight a game, followed by career high for, eight a game. I hope he go career high this year. Because he's saying, the math adds up that if I take more threes, I'll get to Kareem faster. The man averaged 25 points for 18 straight years. Your guy couldn't make it past 15 mm. years. So I, I actually appreciate the, the gut level honesty from no, LeBron yesterday. No, you don't. Because you talk about it. He, he's saying to you, you know what? All that really matters now is I'm going to pass. That's Kareem. not what he said. That is That's his not what focus. He said. That's not what his focus is. It's awesome. The so, kid from Akron so, so is going to pass LeBron, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Skip. Way to go. Skip. If you leave the house 
and you going in the direction, hey, Skip, can you stop by and give me a pack of cigarettes? Mm. You go by the convenience store. Mm. So why the hell, if I'm not in the process of breaking this record, can I go get a title? I'm on the road. You I'm heading that way. Title to a pack of cigarettes? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm heading that direction. Uh, you need something from the store. Uh, if I'm going to the store, what people, what they ask? Hey, I'm heading to the store. You need something? Okay. LeBron James said, hey, I'm playing the NBA season. I'm going to pass Kareem. Okay. Y'all need something? How about the NBA title? Okay, okay I'm going to go and get that I, too. I'll I'm bet at. you 50 now, cases no, right no, now that LeBron that. doesn't win a title next year. No, Want to bet? No, I don't want to bet anything. Why not? I bet we're going to get that record. Mm, put your I bet we'll get that record. I, will be I, in the game. I hope so. I will be in attendance. I, I'm going to knock on the I'm, say, I'm saving up all my pennies right now. I'm going to be at that game. Really? If it's in the Staples Center. Well, I hope it doesn't take him as long as it's taken Aaron Judge to get to 61. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna take a long. No, I think I think somewhere probably Everybody around 55, 60 game we have. It. You probably will because you're gonna shoot him up. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Yes. Launch it. You might add, average 10 threes a game. I'm saving, saving my pennies, Jen, right now. I'm going to that game. Might go starts. on the road too. Gift, <laughs> NFC East, it's heating up. Who's gonna win it? That's coming up next, right here on Yikes. FS1. Yeah, here we go. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. The Philadelphia Eagles are not only undefeated, but they hold a one-game lead in the NFC East over the Cowboys and the Giants. Last night, the Cowboys pulled the upset against the Giants, handing New York their first loss of the season. Shannon, from what you've seen so far, come the end of the season when all is said and done, who wins the NFC East? Look, right now, three games in, the Eagles look like the best team in the NFC. Not just the NFC East. They look like the best team in the NFC with the way Jalen Hurst has played, the way they run the football, the way they've gotten after the quarterback. To me, I believe they're the best team in the NFC. Now, when it's all said and done, that remains to be seen. How soon will Dak get back and how, how does he look once he comes back? Because that could be the telltale. His first game back, Skip, might be against the Rams or it might be against the Eagles which will be a very important game because they're already one game clear. 
you don't really want them to get too far in front of you. I picked the Cowboys because I thought that was a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. And I thought that was going to be the difference. I understand all the additions. But A.J. Brown has made them a very, very dangerous offense. Devontae Smith has taken another step. Dallas Goddard is what he is. But their offensive line has been sensational. So that's going to be the matchup, Skip. When they play the Cowboys, yeah. you like the Cowboys are only going to go as far as Micah and the defense mm-hmm. take them. Well, one of the strong suits of the Eagles is their offensive line. They're healthy and they're doing a great job of protecting Hurts. And, well, if you thought Daniel Jones was running wild, you let this man jump out the window. You see, he'll go for 100, 100 plus on you. You got it. So, Skip, you know what? Right now, the two, the MVP is Lamar and Jalen, whatever order you want to take them. But I believe these two are, are the front runners right now. If there was the MVP vote, one of these two guys would win it. But right now, the Eagles are the better team, Skip. Mm. And I think, you, I, I think you'll be hard-pressed to say otherwise with Dak or or with Cooper Rush, mm. the Eagles have been the first through the first three games. They, they are a hell of a lot better than I thought they were going to mm. be. So I cannot believe these words just came out of Shannon Sharp's mouth, that it's Lamar and Jalen Hurts neck and neck for MVP. Yes. I know we're only three weeks three in, weeks but MVP. The same Jalen Hurts that you have scoffed at for months, if not years, yeah. on this show. He just doesn't throw it well enough to compete at the higher levels of the National Football League. He's worked with my friend Tom House. He's worked hard. He's a coach's kid. He's a gym rat. Mm-hmm. He is fiercely dedicated to his craft. He just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. He is the heartbeat of that team. I've told you for months on end. He is a flat-out gamer. He's a baller. He's a big play playmaker. And he is the unquestioned leader of that team in the weight room and in the locker room yeah. and on the sideline and in the huddle. And when he calls for the football to be snapped, they all know they're going to feed off number one. And to your point, last year he turned him into, it was almost like Tebow-esque, he turned him into the number one rushing attack in pro right. football because – he could run it as well as anybody else could run it. He doesn't have any kind of Lamar speed, but he runs pretty well, yeah. and he runs flat out strong. He, he made a he run runs the other power. day. He runs more oh, power. He, he runs you. like Zeke. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, a, it's this grown man strength at the goal line the other day. He just bulls through people, yes. what I'm saying. And it, it wasn't that dangerous because he'd already sort of absorbed the contact, and mm-hmm. then he just powers through because – they say pound for pound in the weight room. There, there's nobody stronger than he is. I can believe it. Okay. So I hear all of the above. But this Monday night game between these two in two weeks is shaping up as <laughs> I, I call it a barn burner. It's right. going to be all time, right. all time, because my defense is legitimately really, really good. I, I would say three weeks in, we could agree it's a top five defense right. in the league. So it's strength, it's strength, strength against strength. strength. But – I believe my defense is a little better than his de- than their defense is. Right. Okay, so we have a slight edge there. But let me ask you a question. Okay, now you, here we go. What? A, well, okay, you said okay, it's strength against strength. Your their offense, Eagles offense against your defense. What about your offense against their defense? Okay, who's my quarterback? I don't know. So far, so great. You want Cooper Rush? Okay. They have played. I'm just going on my eye test. I don't care about whether I love Dak or don't love. I'm just a Cowboy fan, and I would like to believe I'm the oxymoronic, objective Cowboy fan. All I know is my eyes keep telling me for three straight games in dangerous places, at Minnesota on a Sunday night, and obviously last night at New York or in New Jersey on a Monday night, 
And in the middle was a game against the defending AFC champs at home on a pretty big late afternoon stage. All I know is Cooper Rush operated the offense more efficiently and effectively with more command than I have seen Dak operate it for heaven knows how long. And you agree with me. I know in your heart of hearts, your eyes are telling you the same thing. I'm not saying that Cooper's better than Dak. I'm just saying it works better with Cooper. He's spreading no. the wealth. They are all firing on all their cylinders better with Cooper Rush. But I think the thing is, Skip, is that you said when they rush for 100 yards, okay, you look it's at Dak's beautiful. record. It's okay? beautiful. But I now, got it. But Skip, I got it. This ain't 100 okay, yards. This was 176 way, okay, yards. Only one game last year did the team went, did the Dallas Cowboys win a game without 100 yards rushing. It was Cooper Rush at Minnesota. Right. There's something going on here. It just looks different with Cooper Rush running it. So I need to see how Dak comes back because we talked about this from day one. It's your thumb. And, and if you can't grip and hold and spiral and throw accurately with that thumb, if you can't trust it, I'm not sure. Are you going to have to give him a game at Eagles to, can, to get the kinks out? Can I ask you a question? Do you suspect they're going to run the ball with the same conviction when Dak comes back as they run it with Cooper Rush? Well, I would hope so. Maybe they went a little past crazy last year and it started with that Thursday night game against Brady. Okay. Right? Because yeah. Dak threw for 403 right. that night. And then against Brady this year, he Skip, threw you for know, nothing. Skip, you know what the run, you got to commit to you it. You committed, but they did. And and I've been singing Zeke's praises. Maybe he'll run into that fifth game wall, but but he looked pretty <laughs> good. He was averaging five a carry. He last looked good night. last night. Okay. He looked good last Thank night. Thank you. Well, maybe we have a chance. Maybe we can take more advantage of Philly's defense than they can take of our defense. It's going to be good. You, well, you say Jalen Hurts is dealing. Keeps Dude, defense I, I is honest. Jaylen. I fear Jalen Speaking Hurst. of the Eagles, guys, my crew has them in two weeks versus the Cardinals. I'm excited to see them in Ooh. person. I will give you a full report. Good.